This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Jesus spoke often about the kingdom of God during his ministry. In today's program, we will learn where this place is located, how we get there, and who are citizens of this kingdom. Please stay with us for our message for children only. I have a children's sermon for you today. I hope to stay with us as we begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's pray. Merciful God and Father, we praise you for your grace. Thank you for revealing yourself and your will to us through Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Our reading for today is taken from Luke chapter 18, beginning at verse 15. Now they were bringing even infants to Jesus, that he might touch them. And when the disciples saw this, they rebuked them. But Jesus called them to him, saying, Let the children come to me, and don't hinder them. For to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. Dear friends, something you can't help but noticing as you read the gospel stories is that Jesus is very interested in people. In fact, he welcomes and cares about all kinds of people. And he always seems to be able to make time for all types, the religious and the irreligious, the rich and the poor, healthy and sick, old and young, and yes, even the very young. Our story for today tells us that. It's about Jesus and little children. In this story, we're given a heartwarming word picture of an approachable Jesus who cares about kids. Parents were bringing their children to Jesus that he might bless them. Even babies, our text says. These parents wanted their children blessed by this celebrity rabbi who had gained notoriety for being a wonderful teacher as well as a miracle worker. The disciples rebuked those parents for doing that. They said, Jesus doesn't have time for that. It's a waste of his time and energy. He's got a tight schedule. Their attitude was that children were not important. Children in that society, of course, were valued, loved by parents, but They were to be seen and not heard. Jesus used this for a teachable moment. He called those parents with the kids to him, motioning perhaps, bring them here. He called them to himself. And then he corrected his disciples with these words. He said, let the children come to me. Don't hinder them, for to such belong the kingdom of God. Now, in Mark's version of this episode, we're given then a touching description of Jesus taking the children in his arms and laying his hands upon them to bless them. I've seen some wonderful pictures by artists of this. Maybe you have too. It's a heartwarming picture. Jesus playing with the children. There's a couple things that we learn from Jesus here about 
kids in the kingdom. First, we learn that he wants children. He's interested in your children. He wants them to be brought to him. For such belong the kingdom, he says. He wants them in his kingdom. They're important and precious in his sight. As the little song says, Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Now, some people wonder, what's this kingdom of God? What is it really that Jesus talks about? Well, it's really not about a geographical place at all. And it's not limited to heaven. When Jesus talks about the kingdom, he's talking about life with him, living under his care, his rule in our lives. He's our king. There's a personal relationship with God that begins now and continues all the way into eternity. And Jesus says, I want those kids to have that. I'm not here just for adults who have a tendency to think they have everything figured out. I want the kids to know me and to trust me. And that, my friends, is very good news, isn't it? And while it's good news, I also see it as as a calling for me and for you to take seriously. You see, I'm a grandparent. One of my daily petitions is for my own children now to bring their children to Jesus, that they will come to know him and trust him. Of course, I was thrilled when they brought their kids to the baptismal font to be adopted into the kingdom. But now the work of raising them in that baptismal covenant must be carried out. They must be brought to worship and Sunday school and to children's programming, and they must be read to from those beginner's Bibles and taught to pray. Someone needs to model for them what it means to follow Jesus. I'm so thrilled that my children are doing that for their children. And Julie and I believe that our calling as grandparents is to support them and pray for them as well as teach and model what it means to follow Jesus. It's an important an obedient thing to do for our kids that we love so very much to bring them to Jesus. And in my church, we emphasized and invested heavily in the children's programming and youth programming because we know how important those beginning years are to establish a firm foundation in those kids' lives. You know, most of them have made their decision about Jesus before they have graduated from high school. There have been hundreds, thousands of kids who have met Christ Jesus over the years at that church. You see, it takes a committed congregation as well as committed parents to raise a child up to faithfully follow and trust Jesus. Here we hear Jesus also warning us, don't hinder them. There are so many ways, you know, that we can hinder them. We can hinder them with our hypocrisy when we don't walk the talk. You see, your kids are observing you all the time. If you're skipping church more than you're going, you're communicating that 
Worship is not important as other things. You're hindering them in their walk with Christ. If you lie, even little lies, they soon learn that integrity isn't really important for the disciple of Jesus, and you're hindering them. If you act with prejudice, talk hatefully of other races, your hypocrisy is teaching them that love of neighbor is conditional upon the color of skin. You're hindering them in loving like Jesus. If you don't serve others in Christ's name, but you're always looking out for yourself first, if you're keeping possessions held tightly to yourself and not acting with generosity, you're, you're hindering them in following the servant king, Jesus Christ, who gave his all for us. Your hypocrisy will hinder them. And we can hinder them with our neglect. We maybe don't communicate the gospel to them, to talk with them about Jesus and what he has done for them at the cross, dying for their sins, to pay for their salvation, their forgiveness. To, to, to think to yourself, I'm going to let them figure this thing out for themselves, is to hinder them. It's deadly. And maybe not valuing them and loving them as Jesus does, not making the time for them, but treating them as extras in the picture of life. That will hinder them. Or not praying for their souls. If you are a Christian parent or grandparent, consider yourself called to do evangelism in your home. Your children need Jesus. They are sinners, no matter how little they are, and they need a Savior, Jesus Christ. Don't hinder them. Next, we learn that while, yes, Jesus wants kids, the primary point Jesus wants to make in this text today is with adults like us. You look at that last statement. Truly, I say to you, Jesus says, when he says truly, he means business. This is an important thing he's going to share. And here's what he shares. Whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. Receive the kingdom of God like a child, he says. He's not talking about being childish. He's not talking about going back and being a little kid again. He's talking about being childlike in your attitude. I'm reminded of Jesus telling Nicodemus, the Jewish teacher, that he must be born again. Remember that in John 3? Or another way to say it is born from above, to enter the kingdom. Nicodemus said, uh, hey, wait a minute, does that mean I have to enter my mother's womb again? That's impossible. And Jesus says, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. What does Jesus mean when he says, receive this saving gift of God's kingdom like a child? Well, first it means, you come empty-handed. Remember, infants enter this world with nothing in their hands, don't they? They come empty-handed into this life. So do we as we approach our Savior. 
Next you come declaring your neediness and your dependence upon God's grace. You see, kids come totally dependent, dependent upon their parents to provide for them, to care for them. That's how we approach Jesus in the kingdom. You come trusting. Children are trusting. They, they learn that along the way. They learn that mom and dad, where they can turn to, know they'll rest secure with them. I recently was at a Bible camp teaching a, an elderversity. We were studying the book of Psalms, and we studied Psalm 131. It gives us this picture of what it means to quietly trust God. The psalmist writes, O Lord, my heart is not lifted up. My eyes are not raised too high. I don't occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me. But I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother. My soul is like the weaned child that is with me. That's a beautiful picture of what it means to trust. Uh, the weaned child, not the suckling child who just instinctively comes to, cries to mother for, for milk, but this is the weaned child who has learned mother's love, resting securely in her arms. That's what God wants for you, to rest securely in him. And finally, you receive this kingdom not only empty-handed and dependent and trusting, but you receive it with humility. As we look at the context of this story, Jesus has just finished telling a parable to uh, the religious elite and his disciples about a Pharisee and a tax collector who approached God in the temple, one with pride and the other with humility. And Jesus said, it's that tax collector who walked away justified, who approached with humility, asking for mercy. And he summed this parable up by saying, everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and everyone who humbles himself will be exalted. Now, suddenly, Jesus is here talking about becoming like children. You come humbly. Children are a symbol of littleness, neediness, only empty hands can be filled. So we receive the kingdom and its promises humbly, empty-handed, trusting, knowing that we don't deserve it by any means. It's all God's grace. We know we don't have a leg to stand on to be in this kingdom. It's grace. The big idea here is the kingdom of God is for kids only. That Jesus loves children first and wants them, and as members of his church, so should we. We should be baptizing them and praying for them and investing in them and doing whatever we can to see that they meet and trust the Savior of the world for their salvation and receive that abundant life Jesus wants to give them. We should be rejoicing when they're in worship, even when they're noisy and disruptive. 
Someone's bringing their kids to church. It's important. They're living out the promise at the baptismal font. Let's not gripe about that. Let's rejoice in it. You see, these kids are precious and important in his sight, just as much as you are. David Stone shared this poem that I want to share with you about kids. It's entitled, The Trouble with Old Clay. I took a piece of plastic clay and idly fashioned it one day. And as my fingers pressed it still, it moved and yielded to my will. I came again when the days were past, and the bit of clay was hard at last. The form I gave it, still it bore, but I could change that form no more. I took a piece of living clay and gently formed it day by day and molded with my power and art a young child's soft and yielding heart. I came again when the days were gone. It was a man I looked upon. He still that early impress wore, but I could change that form no more. Next, you can only enter it like a child, my friend, with a childlike trust and dependence upon Jesus. Are you a kid of the kingdom? You can be, you know. Jesus is calling you today to come like a child, trusting in his promises, that he has given his life for you, died and paid for your sins at the cross, and you can receive a new eternal life. Put aside your pride that says you can make life work right without him and approach him humbly like a child, empty-handed, ready to receive what he wants to give you, salvation. And of course, in that relationship with him, you'll want to explore and learn all that you can about Jesus, but never leave behind the simple basics. Karl Bartha, an important theologian of the 20th century, when asked in 1962, in an interview about how he would summarize the millions of theological words he had published, he replied, with a song I learned at my mother's knee, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Amen. Now as you go on your way, may Christ go with you. May he go before you to show you the way, behind you to encourage you, beside you to befriend you, above you to watch over, and within you to give you his peace. Amen. You have been worshiping with the ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray today's message has encouraged you to have a childlike trust and dependence upon Jesus. Approach him humbly like a child, empty-handed and ready to receive his grace and mercy. Christian Crusaders is now 83 years old. Our first broadcast went over the airwaves in 1936. You are invited to help us celebrate this milestone with an anniversary gift to the ministry of $83 or more. Your donation will be used to ensure Christian Crusaders continues to broadcast the gospel for many years to come. 
Please direct your gifts to Christian Crusaders, 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613. To find out more about the many ways you can support this ministry, you can call us toll-free at 1-888-MY-FAITH. That's 1-888-693-2484. Be sure to check out our engaging website, christiancrusaders.org, for more information about this ministry or to hear today's program again. And for daily inspiration to enlighten your spirit, visit us on Facebook. We are happy you chose to worship with us this day, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting the service was our speaker, Pastor Steve Kramer. Christian Crusaders, on air and online, is blessed to have been broadcasting biblical truth continuously for the past 83 years. And from all of us at Christian Crusaders, may God grant you His grace and peace for the weeks ahead.